Last time on Almost Heroes, Dags breaks in on a planning session and tells us that he's found the location of the heart of Ao. We make our way back across to his stinky hut where he uh, puts pieces of shards reviewing uh, short uh, snippets of multiple memories portraying Ao and the Titans in conversation, peering into holes overlooking Sakal, uh, and the like. The heart of Ao, we learn, is being kept on a hidden island temple in the middle of the Von Hurst Rock. Aware that modern-day Sakal has no such place, we must now determine where it went. Now that we know the location, the planning recommences as Lady Zoran tasks the Baron uh, to create a large enough of a device to potentially dimension door as much of the Revivifist army as possible to wherever we decide. Now the heroes and the Revivifists must discover how to access the missing island without catching the attention of Goldbreak, the city, and the dragon in order to gain an advantage in defeating this evil and restore the old gods. With all that looming over our heads, we end the day doing what we do best. We head to the tavern Enjoy ourselves while reminiscing with Bachrin, ending with some good old-fashioned arm wrestling. And that is where we left off. Thank you very much, Bobby. That brings us to episode 121, Final Preparations. So when we last left our Almost Heroes, the three of you were having a wonderful night, tying one off over at the World's Edge Tavern. The three of you now are, different times, waking up uh, very groggy. Um, I think, Glenn, just based on the fact that you don't need to sleep as much, uh, I, you're waking up first. Uh, so you're waking up uh, probably pretty blearily um, in your room up above the uh, the bar at the World's Edge Tavern. Um what do you do? It's probably still dark out. Uh, I think Glenn go through his morning routine, working out with Chandrell, and but at a certain point, he would probably kind of start to stumble downstairs to see what truly happened to the bar once they were fully done with it. Uh, so what what do I see in the bar? What's what's the morning at the World's Edge Tavern look like? Um. So you can see that uh, it it looks like it's still closed. Like the um, the World's Edge Tavern has not opened up yet. There are um, there are stools and in, in, in that have been kind of set up, uh, you know, at the end of the night uh, up on top of the tables. But you can tell that the table that the three of you had been sitting at, along with Bakarin, uh, the, the there's some broken stools. There's um, the, some things are kind of uh, like in kind of disarray. It seems like maybe there was some chicanery that went down, uh, but you might need to uh, talk to the uh, the tavern keeper to probably get the full story. Um, but uh, yeah, it seems like, you know, you, you eventually, looks like you eventually made your way uh, up to bed, but um, maybe maybe some rough housing occurred. Uh, yeah, so is, do I see the bar patron or is it like completely desolate it's down there just completely desolate you can probably you probably guess that the front door is um unlocked but uh or can be unlocked but it this place is like not open i would i'll probably equate it to being like four in the morning like or maybe like uh, you know five in the morning something like that 
So Glenn is going to mage hand grab a bottle of something off the top shelf. So like once he sees that it's basically pretty damn quiet and empty, he's just gonna like walk in by the bar, but not going on the other side, just like float a hand, grab a bottle, have it float back to him. He's gonna walk over to his table that they were all sitting at the night before, sitting it, throw his feet up, lean back and just start reading that book and hair of the dog in it, just start sipping and try to get rid of whatever might be in front of him. Okay. In the way of hangover. Awesome. Um, I think that uh, I think that while you're um, I, I think that while you're there, um, I, I think that Chandrell um, kind of uh, kind of like pops up next to you, and uh, I, I think this is kind of un like out kind of out of the norm. Like she, you know, you guys did your little um, your little practice, um, and I think that while you're doing your uh, your you know your your regular daily practice with Chandrell, uh, she was quiet. Um, she almost seemed like she was kind of like contemplative and lost in thought. Um, and as she appears next to you, she doesn't really say anything. She's just kind of like, seems like she's still, um, you know, just kind of thinking and like respecting the fact that you're reading this book. Uh, would you talk to her? Or would you like, or would you kind of just continue on what you're doing? Yeah. I mean, she took the energy to apparate, I, I think without looking up from the book, but maybe just trying to catch the corner of my eye. Chandrell, what's, uh, going on looking to pick up a, a book or something something i can help you with <laughs> did you just like sup like your own your god <laughs> my god <laughs> what, um what, what's up what are you doing here hey what's up uh i think she's uh i think it takes uh it takes a second like it's uh there's a there's a quick there's a hot minute where um she doesn't really respond to you and then she kind of like looks up and makes eye contact goes uh yes glenyaris it's where to begin? I didn't want to distract you earlier from our our daily preparations for martial combat, but I think that this is something worthwhile, at least worth discussing. I don't know if you've been concerned about this as well, but I've been giving more thought to the potential possibility of Zephyr coming to the aid of the Empire. If there is a tie between Sakal and the goings-on in Zephyr, we may be having a sooner reunion than either of us may have been anticipating. Uh, it's absolutely on my radar and of utmost concerns. Kind of why I gave Baron the heads up. I imagine he's got eyes and ears on every coast I was hoping he might give us a heads up if there's any kind of movement but if it's we're going up against another army we're we're dead in the water but depending on what they're sending on where more importantly who it might be something that we uh just have to handle when it shows up i, I don't know if a lot of uh their covert ops rules have stayed the same i imagine there's been a lot of changes a lot of shifts just since we've left i mean the treasure trove of information i have is one thing but you were about as deep-seated in in whatever organization and generations of organization they have so i think we they'd be coming to the table with a whole new set of rules for dealing with us yes it has been some time since i've been as you say tapped into the the inner workings of the Zephyrian Empire, or the Zephyrian 
government. And if it is degraded beyond where it was previously, I, I can honestly only imagine that it has. If a force of Zephyrian militants arrives in Sakal, it could spell certain doom for not only Revivifus, but for the free people of Sakal. I cannot imagine that they would... I mean, you know the Zephyrians as well as I. They are... They are a warring race. Uh, and a conquering people more than anything. I cannot imagine yeah, that that would... I, I, I imagine the best case scenario is they send a small team and, you know, one of us dies. If we go up against Zephyr as a nation, we're... I mean, you don't really need to worry about saving Sakal. At that point, it's, uh... How can you get the hell out of Sakal as fast as possible? Becomes more of a refugee situation than a fight the resistance. I I have to 100% agree. I will say though, with our history that we suspect of the Baron and his history with Zephyr, I do believe that we have a powerful ally against those forces because the last thing that the Baron would like to have is for them to be meddling in his operations here in Sakal. So... I don't think I've asked you about him. Do you recognize him? I can't place where he's from. I mean, there could be layers on layers of illusions placed, but usually pretty good track on foreigner friend, or foreigner local, that was scary. Foreigner local, and uh, a little hard to put a thumb on where where he might be from. I've spent a lot of time thinking about this, and the name is familiar to me. The markings are familiar to me. They date back to the time when I still walked alive in Zephyr. The fact, the chances of that Baron being the same Baron that walks among you now is nigh impossible. And the form that they are in is not the same as the one I know. So, whatever... If it is the same Baron, there are some powerful and likely dark magics at play that are keeping them on this plane of existence. Yeah, none of that's really too surprising. That all kind of leads up to what I picture of the Baron. I mean, that you know of a Baron, is there value in you talking to this Baron? If even through me, I don't want to... Someone like that, if they're anything like me, would be trying to cut any ties to knowledge of my past. Um... If you've gone that far out of your way to build a network the way he has, you don't really want to be known across too many borders, if not by nickname. But if this is, if there is a Baron of Zephyrian past that you know about, do you think you would be able to persuade them to help us more? 
Right now it seems like it's a get in, get out, but nothing like seeing an old friend from I don't even know how old you are. Millennia ago? No, look, a day over 19. 29. 39? What's offensive in Elvin? <laughs> she What's uh young? You you see uh you, you see the kind of like spectral visage of Chandrel um with her kind of like you know flowing robes and, and tight pulled back ponytail uh just kind of give you like a just like a nod like yeah that's plenty thank you I appreciate the the compliment um and but then you see her her expression darken and kind of like a like a like kind of like a dark like humorous expression it goes. Any help that I would be able to give or to lend to any uh, friendliness or camaraderie would be limited. The Baron that I knew was was not a name, a title. It was a name. It was their name, and it was a name that was given to them, and is the name of. It was a name that was given to them by the elves of Zephyr for a human that was found and adopted into Zephyr. That human was trained underneath our tutelage and wizardry to be and became incredibly powerful. And the last that I knew about Baron, they had slaughtered not only their teachers, but the other students in the school and were never seen from again. Many, many Zephyrians were sent after Baron and not a single one of them returned alive. So what I'm hearing is I am unequivocally the most talented Zephyrian that has ever gone after the Baron. By... <laughs> I guess you would have to say by... Uh, Numbers don't lie. I guess you would say yes. Uh, they are certainly alive, and you have not returned them to the Sephirian Empire. But yes, you have that, been around that them be... long enough, and they have not. And you still are alive. So yes, you are the most successful by far. I will take the W's I can get while I can get them. I uh, appreciate this information. There's a lot that. I can potentially do with that, but it's also good to know a little bit about your enemies and where their, uh, I guess where their lines end. I don't really know which line, I, I can't actually see where his line is. That's more of like a dot on the horizon, but uh, yeah, it's that's interesting. He's dipping into something dark and old. He is old as shit himself. I'm, imagine as a wizard, more time you have to learn the stronger you get, so I'm glad he's a frenemy at this stage. It's good information. I'll I'll think about what to do with it, but if Severe does show up, isn't that mean we're gonna get a full blown Baron coming to the table? I would imagine so. The markings on Baron's arm those are not symbols of friendship. When I say that they were brought in by Zephyrians and taught, it wasn't, let's just say it wasn't an optional affair. Shocking. Zephyr has done many things that it's not proud of, myself included. 
And many of those more draconian tactics have been dropped over the years, but likely Baron came from a conquered civilization and their young, the ones that showed any magical prowess were brought into our schools and used to bolster our armies. Great. Are the markings on his arms any type of runic control, or is it purely a brand or indicative of what Saphir considered a lower class? They were. They were control markings, runic control. Uh, a magical method of control to stop uh, individuals from leaving and punish them if they did. But from the looks of the ones on the Baron's arm, they have long since been uh, deactivated. Well, that's good. That means we don't have to fight a Zephyrian-controlled Baron. I will um, probably won't approach yeah. witness just yet, but this is yeah, this is good information to know. And assuming I need to sway the tide of battle one way or the other, it always helps to have more information. I appreciate you approaching me about this. Is this? Is there anything else you you had in mind, or? No, and it's I am already stretched to my limits as it is, and you can actually see that she's kind of like becoming less like opaque, like more translucent mm. as she's sitting there. Um, this has weighed heavily on my mind for quite some time. The with the coming conflict and all of all that is stacked against us. I just wanted to ensure that you had as much information at your disposal as possible. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know what lies ahead. ahead for us, but <laughs> we are going to need every advantage we possibly can. Damn right. Speaking of which, I think I was supposed to wake Rangram up so he would uh, get to work early. <laughs> um, she uh, sent Poe she, to do it. She looks up at you, just kind of gives you a nod, and um, like, I and I think she just uh, fades away. Um, and with that, I think Poe uh, flies upstairs and uh, Rangram. No, 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 I got uh, this, Rangram. How are you sleeping? On your stomach or on your back? <laughs> or just tell me how you're sleeping and where in your room. Uh, on the bed, like all the pillows are just like strewn about, and it's like Sid from Toy Story. You know, he's, like, got his, like, butt in the air and, like, his knees are closer to his chest. His face <laughs> on the ground just, like, arched up. Like a kid. That's how, like, a yeah, toddler perfect. sleeps. I'm gonna bring Poe back, still in snow fox form, and they're gonna run up the stairs. Poe's gonna hop up onto, like, a dresser and then, like, hop onto your head. Not softly at all, just, like, hop on your head to try to wake you up, and then he's <laughs> gonna hop onto your back and just, like, be standing there waiting to see your reaction. And if you don't get up quickly, he's going to do that, like, husky diving thing where he, like, smashes Which you as hard as he like can the, with two paws. The, yeah. the pounce, like they're looking yeah. for prey below the snow. Like when snow foxes are hunting, like, when they go through mm -hmm. the snow, he's just doing that, like, on the back of your head and shoulders if you don't move. Not trying to hurt you, but definitely, like, it's not the most pleasant wake up. Oh, uh, uh, Amy, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> uh, what the fuck is this? Uh, Poe, you dick. Fuck off. Glenn, Glenn heard that because he's been watching through Poe's eyes and Glenn, Glenn notices that. 
Uh, and once you get Poe off, Poe's going to like circle by the door and is just going to like doggedly try to lead you to downstairs. All and right, all right. Oh, fuck, shit. And he's like stumbling, you know, that like that hangover when you wake up and you go, ooh, I'm bad. And then you go to like put your pants on. You go, am I still drunk? And like you, is <laughs> that moment. Over. <laughs> oh, oh uh, we're. He straps his boots on. He's like putting his shirt on, and as he's walking down the stairs, following Poe, like, oh, 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 I'm, I'm, all right, I get it. Shit. And Glenn, assuming that Cosmo has a uh, usually on hand to cure himself of his morning hangover, Poe, once he sees Rangram's going, he's going to turn around and just start doing the door scratches as loud and as <laughs> annoying as possible right on the door. It's like, like, just awful. To wake me up. <clears throat> yep. Just on your door. Eleven essence. Uh I'm cast thaumaturgy and below his bed it says, Wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh nice. god, that means that Evanescence is canonical within <laughs> within the almost oh, Evanescence. Oh, I'm sorry. Evanescence is for sure like a mage, like a like this god tier arc mage from the history books. There's a long pause as Cosmo waits for that, and then it goes, "Save me, <laughs> Evanescence, the Elder." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh god! Well, I... guys, we're canceled now. <laughs> DMCA laws are coming. Oh, no. That was bad. <laughs> I think uh, Cosmo hears that, and all of this is just. He's like, I think he just rolls over and he's like, after all these months, they still think that they can just get me. And uh, he just like rolls over and <laughs> it's uh, does, does nothing. Just two paws as hard as he can. Just like bouncing off the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to start getting run and start soon. <laughs> uh, See, I think... uh, there, there are like two other people. There are two other doors from down the hallway that open up and they have like the oh, Ebenezer. Shit. You see, like an. I did orc, not like, think there'd be anybody. See, <laughs> I didn't, see I don't like an orc with like that. an Ebenezer Scrooge style, like long nightshirt with a big cap that's hanging off their head. That's like, oi, what's this? What's all this then? He like <laughs> sees this little fox bouncing at the door. <laughs> oh, bears its teeth and just growls at him. Oh God! Oh, he shuts the door. <laughs> you hear it locked from the inside. Cosmo finally gets up and opens the door and. uh is going to, bounds at him. Uh, Cosmo jumps punts. into his arms. Oh, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Now, I think we miss the kick and we catch. Um, it goes for a kick, Poe dodges it <laughs> into a that's fair. That's a, fair. A snuggle. Uh, it's a snow fox, right? Yeah, of the sorts. Yes, uh, I think Cosmo just is feeling some amount of sentiment towards Poe and uh, without the feathers and he's allowing this uh, some form of connection finally. Does the fox poop in fluffy. his arms? No, Poe's I didn't want to bring it up. Okay. Uh, as as Rangram and Cosmo are coming down or like before they come into the bottom area, Glenn's already like bringing a couple coffee mugs over and he's just filling it up with whatever bottle that he grabbed. 
Okay. Um, what kind of bottle would you have grabbed? Like, are you grabbing Whatever's meat? on the top shelf? Grabbing wine? Okay. There's no way Rangram closed his tab. So top shelf. Mm, okay. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's some kind some, of uh, like mold wine in the morning. Yeah. I think it's, it's I think warm, it's going right? to be like, yeah, well, yeah, I think it's, it's probably mold wine, but it's probably, it's still cold. Cause it's not like been heated. So it's just like, cold mold wine. it's like a spiced, <laughs> spiced wine, basically. Yeah. That's, that's up on the top shelf there. Mm, cold spiced wine. Yum. Oh, this is exactly what I wanted. Morning, boys. How you feeling? Feeling just fine. I found your uh, thing. Oh, it's okay. It's got a name. Whatever. Right. Might poop on you now. Be careful. That's fine. <laughs> we uh, got some some chores to take care of before we head out of here, right? We got a couple messages to send. We want to talk to our cleric friends. Yeah, hey, Rangram, you need to get to work on some crafting, right? Oh yeah, I wanted to go to, I wanted to meet my friend there at the, is it the Hell's Bells, right? Hell's Bells, yeah. You're going to Hell's Bells, uh, Cosmo. You, maybe you and I can go meet up with uh, Dags and see if they can't send those messages to my friends in the south. Yeah, I feel that uh, we should try and get some of those, those going. So, uh, I mean, if you're here, good there with the uh, blacksmith, uh, Raiden Grimm, we can head on over to see if Dags has gotten all of his rest. Yeah, sure, sure, we can do that. Well, no time like the present. Glenn's going to, like, top off everybody's cups. And he starts walking out the door, but thanks again for the drinks, Raiden Grimm, and just, like, walk out the door towards Dags with Cosmo. Um... Awesome. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that shortly after you guys leave, I think that um, the bartender, uh, the tavern keeper, kind of come wanders downstairs. I think he was one of the ones that poked his head out because he probably has a, a room upstairs uh, and like starts setting up the uh, <laughs> setting up the the place for the uh, for you know for for the morning. So um, it should be open by the time you guys come back. Um, but yeah, okay. So um, so. Who is going where? So uh, who's going to Dags's? Who and then obviously Hell's Bells. Uh, Rangrim is anyone going with uh, Rangrim to Hell's Bells? I imagine the blacksmith, whatever their name might be, is going to give more advantage than myself helping. So I will happily go with Cosmo <laughs> for the yeah. oh yeah the conversations. Okay. I don't think Rangrim's going to need any of my help. Okay. Um, it's it's early morning now. I'll say like maybe um, you know it's seven eight o'clock in the morning uh and uh rangram you you make your way over and you can see that the forge is already well like well lit like there's there's smoke and uh and, and the blue embers from the uh um you know the the cold forge uh that are just kind of shooting out the top of the uh top of the chimney um as you make your way over to hell's bells with those kind of like unique style like kind of brass bells that are hanging all outside of it kind of blowing in the in the slight warm breeze that's inside of this kind of protective magical barrier that keeps uh, the weather, uh, you know, kind of acclimate in this area. Um, but yeah, uh, what do you do as you kind of like enter into this space um, and see, uh, you know, the blacksmith uh, hard at work? Uh, just, I, I think that there are already like 
just full sweat um, in this in this room, and you just see them like kind of hammering away with this kind of like the, the this this like smaller style hammer because with the cold forging you make like smaller incremental changes instead of like big hammers like you know a, a big hammer. Um, so you see them like hard at work, like just you know kind of dripping sweat onto this uh, this anvil as they are uh, you know see them just like stacking swords axes shields like just you can see them like the last time you're in here there was a pretty good supply but now you can see behind like there is just stuff everywhere like it, it is an absolute disarray and you can tell like he has just been like working on things and just like putting them in piles on like on tables around the room um and you can also tell like just looking at him like they probably have not slept properly in like sometime like a, a a decent period of time at least like 72 hours you seem to be busy in here my or it's pulling up to the literal fucking ceiling in here um i think he's kind of it's like i think like as you enter in the room i think you, he kind of looks over and you like take he, you take him by surprise and he just kind of like puts the hammer down like puts his hands in front of face and goes, oh yeah oh man it's a uh, Rangrim, it's great to see you. Um, man. And he's like, as he's looking over you, like you can see his eyes are just like bleary and bloodshot. He's like, it's been, um, it's been a hell of a, a week. Um, I'm not even sure. You went somewhere, right? You went, you went some uh, trip you went on. I hope it was uh, successful. Oh, uh, well, I guess that all depends on your meaning of success. So yeah, it was, Fucking great. That's uh that's good to hear. That's 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 great to hear. I we um we need all the good news that we possibly can with uh things like things seems like things are kind of um you know about to hit the fan as you can see around here. We uh ladies Zoran's had me kind of um you know working overtime, final preparations to make sure that the uh you know the new recruits that the uh, the army's as well equipped as it can be. The, Seems like things are about to pop up, pop off in a major way. Um, I can't imagine that it uh, doesn't have a little bit to do with uh, you and your boys uh, showing up here. So uh, seems like it's kind of uh, put things uh, into I action. Mean, we just—it's it's circumstance. It's all coincidence. I need the shit to happen around us. Listen, uh, I got an idea. Uh, it's kind of vain, but I just—I just—I just need some help and. So I can make these things, and he's going to show him pictures of would more be like a in in like like a cast mold for like the oh what did we call it the um silver guard silver guard okay. yeah so for like the silver guard he's a few like drawings for the molds that Rangram could just make out of thin air. Mm-hmm. He just needs help from a forge to like, like pour them, and then attach all these like gnarly things to the cart. I, and you know, like I mean, you help me with this. It, I, I kind of just need your forge, but I can give you any of this excess stuff that like we found. You ain't gonna get better metal than this anyway. And um, how much longer do we have here? Um, that's 
kind of up to you. Uh, at this point, there's nothing really holding you here. You know where the next place is, and you're kind of just in a holding pattern for until, like, I mean, it's as long as you want to stay to pre- to prepare. As soon as okay. you're it's finally... Gonna be- yeah. It'd be like a day and a half of travel. So if you <clears throat> want to take the day, you could rest like during the travel time as well. That's I'm trying like, to like barter, like burn through everything. I am helping him burn through it all or him helping me like with this. You, I'll, I'll give you like a day of me breaking my ass to help you with your stuff. You help me with more thing real quick. He he's looking at you and he's like you and you offer to like help him. You just see like a. A solitary, like, just like, just, you know, like a, a, you don't, can't tell if it's sweat or a tear or what, but just kind of rolls down his cheeks. He's like, that would be incredible. I, um, to be honest, it looks like there's two of you right now. There's, I, I can't, it's been, like I said, it's been a hell of a week. Um, and we'll both help. Uh, I'm, uh, I would love that. Um, I'm I'm happy to help with um, with whatever you need help with. Um, if uh, I, I can, you probably don't want me helping. Actually, right now, and he like puts his hands up, and you can see they're like actually shaking. It like probably wouldn't be the most still, like you know, the the most like um, steady handed help right now. He's like, but if you um, if you can take over here, doing a little bit of forging, and while I can uh, you know, get an hour or two of sleep, I um. I will gladly, I will gladly help you, uh, you know, make whatever molds. Get, get, get your wrist. All I need, I need you to just keep your forge hot because I don't know if it, if it's cut or if it's cold. I'm not really sure. Um, yeah, he, uh, he takes, um, he takes these like really interesting looking, they look like coal, but they are like a, like cerulean blue. And he kind of like shuffles, uh, shovels them out of, um, out of this, like, um, canister kind of over against the wall like he basically like opens this thing up and you like see him get a shovel and you see like smoke coming off of it like almost like mist like dry ice and he like shovels it into the bottom of the forge he goes you should be good for uh for a few hours at least uh, if you don't mind me getting some shut eye and just kind of taking over here uh you i have full faith that you'll be able to handle whatever axes or swords or whatever uh feel free to put your own you know, a little spin on them if you want. Honestly, it's uh, it's kind of a. It's, I've been you know switching things up too, just to kind of keep these as interesting as possible. I can't just make broadswords all day. Oh, trust me, we, we'll make something fun here. Um, yeah, he uh, he just kind of like uh, like sets a heavy hand on your shoulder. Uh, get like. Again, this this blacksmith's like is a he's like half dwarf half human so he's a little taller but like still very stocky um and uh, has like kind of like reddish hair and um kind of puts his hand on your shoulder and then like just walks past you and then you just hear like a heavy like thud as you hear them just like hit like and you just hear like bed springs just like like i'll probably slap against the floor as this this figure falls into their their bed in the back room and it's just like rolling snores like just ripping through this place after about literally half a second um and uh yeah so i'm curious uh Rager, what um what kind of uh you have you have a couple hours what um uh what what kind of things do you make uh knowing these are for the army or whatever and these this is all dark steel you're working with. um 
Ringram's immediately going to work on his stuff. I <laughs> love it. Just at least knocking out the like the casts he was trying to make to deck out the cart. <clears throat> awesome. And yeah, explain to me what you're uh, what you're doing there. There's five molds. One of them is a larger scaled up version of Ram- Rangram's head. And then okay. the other four is left arm, his right arm, his left leg, and his right leg. Exodia? Is that you? Is this is this Rangram the forbidden one? <laughs> I'm just trying to make the cut cool. I have no idea what you're inferring. Okay. Okay. Um, tight. Tight. Uh, Konami, don't get at us. Uh, this is a completely different intellectual property. Um, okay. Uh, so yeah, you are uh, you are able to. So these are made of silver guards. They're like a light brass kind of coloring. I would assume, like uh, like the like the kind of the almost. Or do you like it like it's swirled together, like the uh, almost like the. Uh, um, no, I feel like it? this would less be like less of like a Damascus and more of like a true like alloy, like all one color. Okay, it's almost like a light like a light silvered brass kind of color. I think. Cool. Right. So there's a big Rangram head, a couple Rangram arms and legs. And then once he Ooh. was able to like pour those, he would immediately get cracking on if there were sword, spear, arrow, shield orders, like what okay. have you. Do you throw any weird, uh, do you make any weird weapons? Like, do you make like a, 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 a axe with like a flail on the end? Like, do you make anything weird, like super goofy? Or do you just make like s- normal like normal items. They're all the nat 20. So, yep. A lot of those items are coming out strange. <laughs> okay. Give me so a couple. like a broadsword, but like one side of it is like completely serrated. Yes. Sick. A serrated broadsword. Oh, and then man. there's like, there's a battle axe, but like one side of it is just like a mall for some reason. Love it. Love it. Do you make um do you couple make pairs like a... of brass knuckles that okay. like have spikes on them? Yeah. Perfect. So actually anything that's a mace, the handle is brass knuckles just because that makes ton- tons of sense. I love it. You can't lose it, right? Absolutely. Perfect. And yeah, you know what? There is an axe where the axe head is attached by a chain. Like it's hella dangerous, but it seems cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually seen someone make one of those in real life. Me to, too. Like, I saw somebody wood. split wood with it, and they so did, and that's stupid. hella dangerous. But <laughs> <laughs> amazing, amazing. Um, I love it. I, I think that uh, I think that that's great. So you're working on these things. I think while you're doing that, we'll cut over to uh, we'll cut over to Cosmo. Uh, Cosmo, are you going with Glenn? Do you have any other plans? Like, um, okay, awesome. Um, so the, the the two of you uh, make your way over to uh, Dags, uh, who you see as you get over there, like the the you know the Arcanium is still like you know puffing out different colored smokes. You can see like the glass tubes that are running all through the exterior and interior of the of the, of the building. Um, you can see that like it's fully in operation. Uh, but um, aside from that, uh, you know you you when you walk through, do you knock on the door? Or you just walk in. Like what's the what's the approach here? Uh, definitely knock on the door after seeing the fact. I mean, they literally just passed out, like <laughs> yeah, there. The so I'm gonna knock on the door, assuming they slept there. Uh, Dags, you in? 
uh, they, the door opens like incredibly, incredibly fast. Um, and you can see like, and just like a wave of, of, of like, just kind of like pungent magical smoke just kind of floats out the door. Um, mm. And you see them just like blinking at you, like bleary eyed and just kind of, hey. Um, Can I do a nature check to see if I recognize the smoke or an arcana Rin, check, right? one? Glenn. Close, oh. but uh, what, what? It's a little smoke in here. You all right? Oh yeah. Don't explode. Um, it's uh no 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 just um you know magical auras and all that stuff. Uh, uh insight check and arcana. Do a nature check. check. Do a nature okay. check and arcana check. Either either one. All of the checks against. The- um. Uh, I'm gonna do Arcana because it's better. Uh, 14. Uh, um, oh, it's the same. Nature for Cosmo, or because I'm not Arcanic or whatever, is 17. Okay. Um, perfect. Okay, so um, I think Cosmo, I, I think you uh, you recognize the smell of this because you've spent enough time with uh, with Rangrim and his boot cigarettes uh, that. It's uh, especially the, the 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 more magically poked ones, uh, but this is like you both recognize this immediately as uh, as some form of wizard weed, some form of wizard weed, um, and yeah. like you can see like the the kind of like slightly closed eyes and uh, red you know slightly closed red eyes of uh, of dags that they are just kind of like sitting there like, yep, <sighs> some magical auras that yeah. I was in desperate need of. Yeah, just really uh, taking a day off there, eh? are we, Dags? Bippity boppity and all that. So, what's up? Um, that's right. Not Bryn. Just said that. Glenn, just call me whatever you want. Uh, Lady Geron said you might be able to help us send some messages. Is that is that something you're able to do? You strike me. I mean, with all the magical auras around, is that still something available? He's still looking at Cosmo, going, "It's Rangrim, right?" Sure. I knew it. Had it. Got names. in one. It's uh, the memory. It's like a it's like a steel trap up in here. What's up? What'd you say? Uh yeah, the long term, not the short term. Got it. Uh Lady Zaron sent us your way. Uh you might be able to send some some messages for us. Uh on the the quiet, maybe long distance. Are you still capable of uh sending messages for the day? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, well, she just, um, yeah, I got, um, I think got my, should have plenty of sending, uh, sending spells in the tank. Um, we can, uh, what'd you say? Oh, that's right. You yeah, no, there's, um, plenty of, uh, sending spells. We can, um, what do you, uh, what do you need to send them to? Uh, all come right. in? So do you want to do like you're standing in the doorway? We're gonna let this air out a little bit. The aura is thick. Yeah, uh, fair. I have some bean bags in here. You guys wanna? I assumed. I'll be honest. I I just thought that's where we'd be ending up. So it's bean bags uh, yeah, or a hammock, one or the other. Pick 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 your poison. Is it is the hammock attached to anything, or is it just floating in two two ends? Um, <laughs> what kind of wizard do you think I would be if it was not if it was not if it was actually suspended by some sort of tactile hook? Everything has to be unnecessarily magical. I assumed. I assumed. But, you know, when magical auras strike, they just strike. I get it. So, uh, 
yeah, I can turn myself into who we're trying to get the message to. I, I think Cosmo, maybe you uh, tend to be a little bit better with words. You might want to be the one breaking the news, but sure. do you want to send it to Callahan first? What are you thinking? I assume that Eustace and Callahan are together, yeah? Possibly, yeah. I mean, Eustace was staying south. Callahan might have made his way back to Gold Break. All right. Um, then I think um, we aim for Callahan then. Okay. Uh, Glenn is going to use the mask of many faces and disguise self as a grumpy old Callahan. Holy shit, what? You can just do, do that? Point? Yeah, it's, it's pretty sick, isn't it? I, Wait, uh... hold on. I am a magician. I can also do that, but that was really cool. Yep. I like that. It's sometimes you need to be reminded of what you can and can't do. You know, it's. I, uh, it. I mean, I t- it's been a while since I've uh, been doing first level spells, so I, it's been. I uh, I forget about that one sometimes. I think he just dissed you. Well, uh, let's let's uh, get this started because we uh, might have a little secondhand high here soon so um i'm gonna plop in this beanbag this looks have you watched these recently you could you hit this with a press digitation real quick he's like oh yeah no no worries man no worries you're like press it digitates it and then it like you know it it turns a full dorito comes out it forms into dorito um, and eats it. it actually it actually weirdly it's a, a bag of doritos pops out but there's one of every kind of Dorito in it. And not only oh, the shit. ones that are that were are still made, the ones that have all been made. And there's only one of each. That's the worst that. bag of Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, the 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 bag also changes like a full shade lighter. Gross. Uh Glenn now slightly comfortable to sit in this thing as uh Callahan sits down and it's a water bed, by goes, the way. It's a water. It's it's a water. Bean a water beanbag. Bag. Oh god! It just you get you sit down in it and it just kind of keeps going. So is it like, a, it's as much like, of, it's like a water balloon? It's just a giant water balloon. Basically, yeah, yeah. It's I like sitting as much on of my core a, muscles as possible to sit. It, it's sit like upright. sitting on a stretch Armstrong. Looks at Cosmo and says, uh, "Well, I think he's got the inspiration on who he's looking for." Cosmo, if you want to be the, I guess the mouth for this yeah. one. Uh, sure, yeah. Um, is that... Is this is, enough? I could sound like him, too. No, does... Um, is sending going to allow me to talk? I think it's going to be just, like a game of telephone. Yeah, you you just... You can say it. Um, there are limitations on... Let's just say... Um, what's the limitations on how much uh, you can say? 25 words. 25 words, okay. Um, we can bend that a little bit, but keep try to keep it a little bit brief. Um, just uh, mm-hmm. be aware of how much you're uh, how much you're saying. Um, Cosmo's gonna turn and look at BK or at Glenn, and uh, are we sure that this is um, worth the risk? I mean, I, otherwise, I would rather just wait for Raingrim. Oh, you mean to our Stony Baloney over here? Yeah, exactly. Oh, huh? he's got the entire Revivist army surrounded. Like, if well, anything, no, it's, it's better I just, to send him this way. Well, I need you to make trust sure. Trust me, bro. Well, I thought we were close. You're. Si- 
I opened up my home and beanbags to you, my dude. And I appreciate it. Real quick, Exxon. Real quick, Exxon. What's my What's my name? Oh, this is Dags. This is Dags. Exxon. Oh, sorry. Real quick, Dags. Is the is uh, name? Sorry. Exxon yeah. is the reading boss it as I said it. Yeah. Dags. What's my name? See, we'll be fine, Cosmo. Don't worry about it. He's probably already forgotten. I want to say Bryn. No, it's not. It's not the matter of um, him not remembering. It's the fact that I'm passing along Crap. hard um, information <laughs> to hard? be. Uh, see, I can't even say anything yeah. around this guy right you now. You could send it. You could send it cryptically. You could say something along the lines of like, "No, no, no." Shit. You say the. We we have to tell them that Bryn is gone. Right. And we have to. Oh, this is like a, a serious conversation. Okay, hold on, hold on. I won't. I will. I I didn't know we were having a serious moment. I will. I, no, you're freaking out. On. You're already freaking out. Go Ooh. get more magic aura. Go get magic aura. Just just oh. get. Yeah, you got a level set. Level set. Go find some magic Ooh. aura real quick. Come back in like five minutes. We just need a quick session <laughs> between Cosmo and I. We'll we'll talk to you in a second. Just he wanders off, walks up the staircase that goes up on top of the bookcases, and you just you, the pungent aura start pungent smells start to come. Pungent come aura up there. starts coming down. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cosmo. So what what is the concern of telling about Bryn? I mean, it's their friend. I it's mostly I just the fact know. that it's going to get there uh, cohesively and coherently, and it's going to make sense. Yeah, I mean, in the. The realm of psychology is going to be easier for Dags to remember something that's novel. So you could just make the sentence sound really crazy and his brain won't be able to forget it because it'll be so shocking. Or you could keep it real simple. I mean, Bryn is dead is pretty definitive. Are you trying to call Callahan too? The the lock or are we keeping him out of this? Because I'm well, not sure how involved you you had him get into the battle. Well, I think we tell him that Brynn is gone. We tell him that um, that they. I mean, I feel like we tell him that we found. Do we tell him that we found the heart? Maybe that's not safe. I would. Well, we want to bait him, we, right? I'd we, say we, we tell we, him we found the heart. Baron or Brynn's dead, and. 25 words that's 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 it keep it keep it brief and if he responds and you can also tell him to respond directly to you instead of that going through dags because he knows who you are he could just send you a message and not send dags a message this is true yeah because i want him to know that Bryn is gone that we found the heart that mm -hmm. um i mean i'd hope to be able to get information around uh troop deployment but that would be amazing if we could get that but i'd be shocked if we could uh it, if we could say that to him and if he didn't have an answer he strikes me as the individual that would go find answers and that might be a problem yeah i think troop deployment we might want to ask cedric about because cedric's gonna be i mean he's got visibility on almost the entire lock as is he's he's right there yeah, you could ask but Cedric or Jody. Yeah, but I think uh, he'll um, he'll have understanding within Goldbreak itself. For sure. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think that's a good idea. I I just wouldn't want to. Uh, 
I don't want to put him, him in to danger. go find some information. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna tell him Bryn's gone. That's gonna be you're gonna get yelled at. Just just so you know, you're gonna get yelled at. Uh, we're gonna what? ask him, or we're gonna tell him that we know where the heart of AO is. We're not gonna tell him where it is. We're not gonna tell him how we know. We're just gonna let him know, and then we're gonna ask him what's the troop movement in the city as of late and then tell him to send you the response not dags i trust that dags will be able to relay what we're saying relatively in real time hopefully if we keep it slow and brief i do not think he's going to translate what callahan has to say because a lot of callahan's storytelling is in tone and probably be better to hear it from him directly yeah this is this is true we can always send a second message too maybe just break it up in twos alright so Brin's dead found a heart of AO <laughs> respond to Cosmo what's happening in the city your shirt looks nice today sounds sounds fine he's gonna yell at you you know that right well I mean he's he needs to know it's you're right I totally agree with you he does need to know I thought we needed to tell him the day that it happened. But a lot know. of shit happened that day. <laughs> Did. You died. It was a bad day. A I, lot of shit kinda, happened kinda that day. I'm fault. not even there, but a lot of shit happened that day. Regular's just hammering, just like reminiscing about that day. Like oh, that shit. Exact a lot of shit here. happened that day. <laughs> <laughs> um I understand. I, I I understand the the need to want to get him involved, but I to make your mind a little bit better at ease, that happens. We tell him that Bryn died, and you know he's going to immediately try to get to us. You know he was going to show up in that temple, and we're, he was going to have to fight potentially two dragons. He was he was not going to. Uh, I probably I know that, that we let some time pass before letting him know. Yeah, I mean, and if he wants to reconvene with us, then he can make his way over to Whip. I will happily watch that guy get revenge. I don't know what the fuck that would look like, but it would be holy and terrifying. So I'm here for it. Um. All right. And then what do we need to say to Cedric? Cedric just basically the same. What's the level of troop activity in Whitport? Is it safe? Is it like completely locked down? Should we land there? You don't really have to like go into specifics about why we need to land there, but more of we're coming. It, I'm sure the town's covered in our bounty posters, too. Probably. Yeah. He's a good guy. He knows us. He knows that's not us. All right. He might be the only person who actually thinks it's not us in hindsight. It's the only town we haven't murdered a bunch of people in. It was the only town that we went... Well, we murdered one. We only killed one person. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't wasn't a mass murder. It was just a murder. It was justified. Fuck that guy. He's using a flute to enslave people. Yeah. I mean, we... I, also, I'm not here. We solved a murder. We did solve True. a We did. There were two Again, others. just when... Hit, when we solved a murder with a murder. Just, ding! For the ding. one time we served a murder... Or solved a murder. Jacques <laughs> <laughs> Hughes. Uh, all right. Uh, um... You heard him. These are baby spells for him. You could burn through all of these things. He's burning through enough upstairs, so he'll be fine. 
I know. I'm not worried about the spell slots or necessarily him hearing it. I just needed to get to... Uh, need to get to them appropriately and not somebody that's wizard weeded all out of their mind. <laughs> just remind uh, Callahan to send it to you and... Uh, I don't know if Cedric can send it back, but I imagine those questions are going to be, can we land there? And the answer's going to be yes or no. If Dags fucks that up, then... yeah. That's All not right. good. Well, then let's see. Uh, let's shoot our shot and see what happens. Okay. Uh, do you want to talk to Callahan first? I'm sorry? Or Cedric? You want to talk to Callahan, Callahan. or Cedric? Oh. Callahan first. Um, Just because Glenn's already Callahan. Sure. That's fair. Okay. Uh, Dags comes back down the stairs uh, and uh, just kind of like, you know, even more clo- like half-closed eyelids and sits down in the beanbag uh and like it just kind of like are you? sloshes around. How high are you? I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I'm lower now than I just was. No, I said hi. How are you? Oh, I'm <laughs> well, thank you. How are good? good. How are you? I'm good. I'm, we're loving the beanbag <laughs> water chairs. These are definitely super comfy. Yeah, Glenn's like no, t-posing, they're... like floating in this thing, trying yeah, not to like, fall off of it. How are Glenn's abs doing right now? On fire. They're just burning. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, Dags looks like he's floating in the Dead Sea, like just floating around on top of it. Yeah. His um, eyes are open, but somehow his eyelids are closed. <laughs> absolutely. Um, okay. Um, so uh, Dags is ready to uh, transmit the message. So just tell me, uh, basically, you just state it out loud, and that is what uh, will be transmitted through Dags. You see him channeling some energy um, as he uh, as he is preparing to relay your message to uh, Callahan. All right, Dags, you ready? You you see his eyes are closed, but you just see him like nod, like lightly. Uh, okay, um, just say, Callahan, <laughs> this is Cosmo. I'm sending to you to tell you uh, an update. I'm not counting, but I'm gonna keep it brief. We're gonna. You're fine. No, no, you keep keep going. Yeah, just keep going. He can't. <laughs> I'm just, just being not gonna a respond to you. You never once counted through. for me. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, just keep going. Sadly, we lost Bryn, but we found the heart of Ao, and. We need to know if the Goldbreak troops are preparing to go for it as well. But you need to be careful around this. I feel like there was a fourth thing I was supposed to say and BK walked away. He was my... It's okay. Um, we can get it in the next, in the next he's, message. He's, he's, that's it? All right. Okay. Respond to me personally, not uh, this fella. Perfect. Um, you see that Dags uh, relays this message. Um, he's kind of repeating after you as you're saying it. Um, and I think that uh, after Dags sends the message, um, there is a, an uncomfortable amount of time that goes by that you don't get a response. I think I'm, I'm talking like over a minute that you are just sitting here and like, you see Dags who's just like sitting in the chair and he's just like, 
Well, they got the message. Um, you want me to do something else or? Um, uh, and he's just kind of like, he's just like, do you want to like, you want me to like send something in? And as he's kind of like starting, turning to like uh, list off all of these other things, um, I think Cosmo, you start to get a response in your head from Callahan. He goes, uh, Cosmo, um, <clears throat> this is an interesting way of being communicated with. Hope Rangrim's all right. Um, I wouldn't worry too much about Bren. He wanders off all the time. I don't think you lost him for good. And, uh, but when it comes to the armies here, <laughs> I uh, made my way back over to Goldbreak after having a little an R&R over there with, with Eustace and... You aren't kidding. These armies are, uh, something has, uh, has the emperor in a, you know, in an uproar. There are, uh, armies are amassing at a pretty rapid rate. And not only are the armies, but they have militarized the, tur- the church as well. And, uh, I have, uh, I have not seen the arbiters this, uh, this ready to go in some time. It's been a long time since the uh, the church was uh, marched on anything. And from the sounds of it, it sounds as though there's a little bit of, um, I don't know if, uh, there's not like a clear direction that they're going in. Some people think that it's to march on the Revivus. Some people think that they're marching to a different destination. Maybe you have more information than I do, but hope you all are well. And that's uh, Callahan's message. And this is not the one that I can respond back to, right? Let's just for 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 brevity's sake, let's just you can respond. Yeah, you can respond because he sent you a new sending message, so you can respond directly to him. Oh, I can. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's. That's insane to hear that uh, the armies are amassing. They don't have a location to go to yet, is my guess. To be a little bit more clear on the Bryn piece, uh, he's he's dead. We lost him to Chakar. I'm really sorry. I tried. We all tried. Uh, Bryn saved saved us. I I think I'd be dead if he didn't. I imagine the army will stay put until they learn the location. Hopefully they don't draft you in of whatever if it means the church is fighting. I don't want to tell you where we're headed just out of safety of my own well-being. I don't want the Arbiters or anybody to get the wrong idea. But, um, I'll be in touch. Okay. Um, I think that after you send the that message back, um, I think that there's again another kind of, like, long pause. And you you get a, a very different tone from Callahan this time. A lot less, like, kind of upbeat and a lot less gruff. 
Um, and you it, like kind of much softer tone that you've not really heard from Callahan very much at all. I'm. I, I can't believe it. Bryn tried for so long to find a way to die, and I don't know. It's hard for me to believe that he finally managed it. But that Chikar is nothing to be trifled with. It doesn't surprise me at all that he would go out protecting those that he cared about. And I would count the three of you among that very limited number. I, uh, I appreciate you limiting the information that you've passed on to me. As you know, the I'm not even fully aware of how much information is trackable through while here in Goldbreak. The less you tell me, the better. If there's anything that I can do, if there's anything I can help with, you don't even need to tell us where or when or what's just give us a direction, give us a place to be, and we'll be there. I have no intention of marching with the Empire against the three of you or any of those you're bringing with you. I know Bryn wouldn't want that. And I'm going to find, I'm going to go to Eustace and I'll pass the information along. Thank you for telling us. Do you mind telling me at least where Bryn is buried if you were able to give them a final resting place? The least we can do is visit it and give it as much protection as we can. Can I respond to this one? I, I'm assuming yeah, yes. It's, a new, okay. it's another uh, new one. It's yeah. a new there. Okay. All right. Um, the um, we we uh, we crashed out over the. Was it the Quiet Lands? Um, it was just, uh, it was on the southern uh, ascent, uh, or sorry, the northern ascent of the uh, of the Ebon Ridge volcano. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think um, the northern, what did you say? I don't remember. The northern say. ascent. You can just northern say you passed the, the okay. location along. <laughs> that's fine. Uh we crashed our cart along the northern ascent of the Ebon Ridge. Uh, Chikar took us out of the air. And um, we did do our best to provide a proper burial, but we had to carry on on foot. Uh, I did place a small ward, warding spell on the, the grave to keep it safe for some time. And uh, in hopes that it would buy you the time that you needed to get out to it. The the Warforge itself is buried. The crystal is gone. 
but uh, you'll find a, a tombstone out there with his name on it. And I've, the crash site itself will be somewhat of a giveaway. But um, I will definitely reach out with a location of uh, how to be of some assistance. But um, I can tell you, you won't be you won't be too far away as is. Um, send my regards to Eustace, and um, if there's anything urgently that we need to know, please, please let us know. Things are going to likely move quickly over the coming days, so I'll do my best to tell you as fast as I can. Okay. Um, I think that just Callahan being a, a more of a gruff person and probably not as comfortable, uh, you know, communicating his emotions across to you uh, probably doesn't respond to that. Um, I think that most of the information has been communicated. Um, and I, I think that like, it doesn't surprise, it doesn't shock you and you don't get a response back. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, you know, Dags is uh, sitting there and he's just kind of like looking at you and goes like, wait, so you can like do sending? Well, well, no, he's a cleric. He can. Okay, got it, got it. Now yeah, that makes you sense. You were the okay. one casting the spell, remember? Nope, I got it now. I yep. Yeah, yeah. Makes you were there. tracks. I was so I was really you, confused there for a minute. Okay, you started so, it, but um, this next one cannot. So he he real is, quick for oh. RP flavor. Sorry, uh, Glidden, Wow, Cosmo. Like once uh, Dags was out of the conversation. Glenn was like asking Dags how he keeps his like core so engaged because like he's just completely still, even though like he's insanely in his auras. He, and he, he lifts up his shirt. He's just trying and to get tips. He has a 12 pack. Yeah. So Glenn's just trying to get that workout exercise. So as like Cosmo like then has this really intense conversation, Glenn is like trying to strengthen the core. <laughs> okay. He's just sh- just shredded. Yeah. He looks like he looks like all the pictures of Jesus. Hell yeah. Love it. <laughs> was, Love it. It took me a minute to figure out which ones you were talking about. I was like, <laughs> searching. I was every, like, I feel on like a, every on picture of Jesus I see is just like, he's just absolutely shreddy spaghetti. <laughs> I don't know what pictures of Jesus you look at on a regular basis, but most of the hey, ones that I see search, pop up. Safe search might like, be off. Pull, like, <laughs> Google search. search. You know, he's on a pull cross. Pull up the Google search. You know, or like, it's like Catholic. Hey. Uh, praying hands, Jesus. But I don't other- think I'm the only one here who otherwise who, who, who can, can can picture every picture of, of ever I've ever seen of Jesus on the cross. He has at least a six pack, at least. So Cosmo was saying what to Cedric? How- <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I think when you said shredded, I was thinking of like the weirdo like uh, MAGA Jesuses that came out. And he's just like, no, <laughs> no, that's what I was like. Does, that is a sick Jesus, though. El- elf shredded. There you right. go. Uh, right. So Glenn, uh, Glenn switches to Cedric. Okay. Uh, you look like a uh, a small uh, a small halfling uh, in incredibly. Uh, what color robes uh, are you wearing? Which 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 Ooh. one of his outfits are you duplicating? 
That's a cool question. Um, I think his outfit would be the Cedric version of like what a sunset looks like. So a lot of like deep purples and dark blues, but also like pinks and oranges and yellow. The most the most Cedric version of a sunset you can think of. That's what he's wearing. Perfect. I love it. Um, yeah, awesome. Uh so uh, Dags, who's kind of just, you know, sitting there, uh, you know, still like kind of, he, he seems like he's kind of coming, coming to a little, yep, there you go, exactly, uh, in, in the Discord there. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, join join the Discord, uh, it, you know, if, if you have. <laughs> that, was, that was not posted to everybody. <laughs> it is um, now. There it is. <laughs> Gotta share it. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh man uh, i can't sexy, wait to sexy. forget to uh to edit this out when we uh, when i do the podcast version sure. later um okay so uh you see dags he seems like he's kind of coming to a little bit more his eyes are a little bit more open um so he's uh he seems like he's ready uh and he's ready for you to transmit the message you can see him uh, channeling the uh the magical energies needed to do sending uh what do you say to cedric you want you want to take this one, Glean? Uh, sure. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to. I feel like this is the easy one. This one's not the one where he's gonna be mad at me or anything. That's true. Uh, Dags, uh, you gotta send it to a person that looks just like me, and I'll, I'll I'll tell you, I guess verbatim, what to say. He'll have to send it back through you, though. So. Make sure you uh you're ready for that, right? You're you're gonna send a message, you're gonna get one back. That's familiar. Yep. Got it. Got it. Quick you know what? In. Like I said, steel trap man. Got this. Perfect. Okay. You you find him? You locked on? You see him in oh, your yeah. mind's eye? Yep. Okay. Yep. Looks just like you. Perfect. Hey Cedric. Uh it's your boys. Um curious how Whitport's doing. Are there a bunch of soldiers around? Are there any bounty posters of us? Also, Jaboy's is is Glenn, Cosmo, and Rangram. I know it's it's been a while. I hope everything's well. Uh, I hope your garden looks nice. Okay, no, Dag, stop. Dag, stop sending the message. That, and then just trails off. <laughs> It runs out of words. Um, perfect. Uh, I think that uh, you get a pretty quick response uh, that is channeled through uh, through Dags. Um, I'll just do it in Cedric's voice because that's much more interesting than continuing to do Dags' voice, which is basically my voice. Um, <clears throat> um, holy shit. Uh, it's great to hear from you. I, You guys are like... Um, ironically i've seen a lot of your faces as you uh as you alluded to um yeah your your faces are plastered pretty much everywhere um and there are regular patrols of uh imperial guards that are uh or imperial soldiers that are traveling through whipport uh on a regular basis uh i um i know you guys didn't like try to kill the emperor like whatever i'm sure that that's not true um, I give you the benefit of the doubt. Um, that seems like a pretty wild thing to do. Um, aside from that, the begonias are coming in great in the garden. They are just, and then he's like, and then he runs out of words. <laughs> I love it. 
Uh, Glenn looks at Cosmo and he goes, you think it's worth clearing that up or is it kind of better to leave him a little scared? He wouldn't sell us out, right? Maybe we should send another one and just clear that up? Yeah, I don't think we want to leave him uneasy. We want him confident in uh, in our ability to do the right thing. Felt shaky in, yeah, in us. But uh, the garden sounds nice. Begonias are kind of tricky usually, so that's that's pretty cool. Sure. All right. Uh, one more, Dags. Ready? Uh, dearest Cedric, it's your boys again. Um, glad to hear about the begonias. You'll have to uh, save some for Cosmo. Big begonia fan. Um, begonia boy. Just so you know, we did not try to kill the emperor. Uh, have we been inside the palace when we weren't supposed to be? Yes. Anyone try to kill the emperor? Definitely not. Hope all is well. Uh, please don't rat us out. That's it. Okay. You um, you relay that message through Dags, and uh, you shortly hear uh, Cedric's reply. Uh, no, of course. I um, I, I knew. I, I didn't even have no question ever that you guys you definitely didn't do that. You, I know you guys are, you know. Can I good. incite a third-party hearing of a... No, for sure. <laughs> I, I was inc- absolutely... Okay. Yeah, I'll give you uh, I'll give you disadvantage on it, but you can do definitely That's fair. incite that. Terrible. Uh, terrible. 12. Um, uh, you... It seems... It seems like... Uh, how about this? Uh, I would the 12 because you know Cedric really well. Um... I think that he comes off as like maybe he questioned it for a minute, but then like, uh, but then like you know, kind of didn't want to believe it, basically. But like, definitely was kind of like if just needed he knew, to hear no. He needed to hear no. He was he was ready to believe you guys didn't do it, but he didn't know for sure. Um, and so like he he That's needed fair. to hear that confirmation. Um, That's fair. <clears throat> uh, yeah, things are um, things seem seem like they're kind of. I don't know if it's just us over here, but there's um a kind of I don't know feeling of a uh, impending doom in the air, just kind of ambiently. Um, I hope uh I hope everything's okay. Um, I can't imagine that. Seems like things are kind of I don't know building up to a crescendo, if you will. I um. I, wherever you are, I hope that uh, hope you're safe, and I hope that uh, you're staying out of the hands of the the empire. And uh, we're we're doing all right here, uh, aside from the fact that we have, you know, regular soldiers coming through, and you know they give people a hard time from time to time. But uh, you know, Leon and the rest of the Were Tigers kind of make sure that it doesn't go too far. So it's uh. We're, we're pretty safe here for the most part. Um, we've had a couple fishermen who've, uh, you know, yeah, I think they've had a little of an issue uh, with more boats on uh, out in the Von Herslock. But aside from that, it's, um, you know, we're, we're doing all right. Um, I appreciate uh, I appreciate you checking in. I don't think, I don't really think that really needs a response. Thank you, Dax, for your help. Uh, yeah. 
go see what bullshit Rangram's been up to? Yeah, let's go. Uh, let's go see what Rangram's been up to. Okay. Oh, um, uh, Dags, real quick. By the way, I I made huh, this what? for you while I was in the the lab. Let me know what you think, and I'm gonna take out the bottle that I previously stole from him because it's just like an unmarked vial of liquid. Like there's no label on it, and I'm just gonna hand it off to him. Like, I, just let me know his, what you think. It's something I've been working on, and you like, see I'm his eyes go wide as he like is like because you, you just hand it to it like put it in his hand and i'm trying to play it off like it was something that i had made so definitely trying to deceive him but he's also he's, high okay. as shit okay yeah absolutely uh roll me deception check <laughs> he's also had other people speaking in his mind does he even know what's happening who's gonna know oh, i i gave him disadvantage and you're very lucky that it did because he rolled a 19 first and then he rolled a three cosmo dice got me an 18 plus 11. There you go. Let's go. Well, um, this is like this looks really similar to I something I made. That's that's pretty crazy. Um, I'm glad you know. I'm glad it's not the thing that I had though, because that is incredibly dangerous and um, would probably kill all of us if it were to drop on the floor. So, um, what what was the thing you made? Mine has like pretty different, uh, you know purpose but these are side effects you know you never know with you know this caliber of magic the side effects that could happen uh what, what did yours do on accident probably um so yeah this is um this is uh essentially the essence of have you ever you know much about bags of holding and when a uh when a, uh, a pocket dimension collapses and that effect that happens when that happens, this yeah, is essentially a distilled it. version of that. So this will open up a, a rift that will essentially create a, a small rift in uh, in in the prime material plane, and will basically suck everything into it that's in the uh, immediate vicinity. Mine does something similar, so be careful with it. Um... But yeah, I was just wanted to compare notes. That that actually does sound kind of similar to what was happening when I was toying around with it. But have a good one. And uh, whenever you got some notes on it, let me know. Would love to see how I can improve it. Glenn's okay. going like, to start walking out, just not even like catch the next question. Okay, yep. He uh, he kind of like really like ginger, gingerly is like walking and is like getting out, like trying to trying to like rock himself out of the, the waterbed uh um, like beanbag and like can't get himself out of it without his arms. So he's just kind of like rocking himself forward. Um, and then yeah, that's, I think you leave as he's trying to like get himself Perfect. out of <laughs> the water balloon, uh, water, uh, like or the, the water balloon, water balloon. uh, beanbag water bed. chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the water chair. Um, okay. So the, the two of you, uh, make your way over to, uh, hell's bells where Rangrim, I think at this point, uh, you and, uh, XCon are just, fully engrossed uh he's he's had like a little bit of time uh to rest i think that like just even an hour was enough for him to like just get his wits about him a little bit more he probably he needs a full night's sleep but like at least like a short rest was able to like get him back uh you know to some scent like semblance of his normalcy um and i think that like as uh, the two of you walk in uh you see rangram and xcon just hard at work uh just uh you know cranking away on stuff and you see some pretty odd uh creations that are in the corner you see a what looks like a brass rangrim bust uh and and then some arms and legs uh, including one arm that looks like it has a it's a fake it's now a brass version of rangrim's 
dark steel hand <laughs> and arm that's just kind of sitting in the corner. Um, and I, do you have them set up in a certain way, Rangram, or is it just kind of like, are they just like stacked in a pile? Yeah, right now they just kind of would be off to the side. I'm sure they might, they probably still have like, like things that need to be cleaned up from the molds. They got mold lines on them. You know, you got to clean those up. Yeah. Some moldy boys. Um, awesome. Yeah, I think that, um, what, Ranger, what are you making? Uh, like, what are you, what are you in the midst of making when they walk in? Are you, are you helping XCon or are you still doing the hammering? I'm, no, I think I'm helping XCon. So whether it's a, a sword or a shield, Rangrim's putting some type of like Rangrim spin on it. I love like it. This, like this, here's a shield, but he's hammering down like the forward edge of it. So it's like there's a blade on that end. So like you, oh, can, dope. you could still slice up. Everything can kill you just in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's got flavor. Sometimes um, you drop your sword and you gotta slice someone's head off with your shield. Stab someone with your shield, yeah. Super common. You see XCOM <laughs> you see XCOM reach over and hand something, uh hand something to Rangrim for some final finishing and then like reach over and pick up like as you guys walk in, you see XCOM pick up this axe, this double bladed axe that has like a chain attached to a handle, and he just like looks at it and then like looks over at Rangrim and doesn't say anything and just like sets it down on the shelf. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, so that's that's the scene you walk into when you uh, walk into the uh, Hell's Bells. Uh, Rangrim, why is there a giant you in the corner? Um, I was just making some stuff for, but I was just making stuff. For what? You you almost, you were gonna, you said like for something, What what was that? What's that for? Oh, I just, I wanted to, I was going to put it on the cart. I thought it would be cool. You want to make the cart a giant Rangrim? You want to like wear, you want it like to be branded as Rangrim? Is that what you're trying to get? Oh, kind of, I mean, it's not really branding. Like I was going to put the arms on it. Like that looks cool. You see that on like, you know, the rich folks. I absolutely and love stuff. this. You this know, is like, something that like we can incorporate. We can Is start. Branding? Did I actually? Am I accidentally? We can popular? start dressing up all the DOS dog carts with your signature look. This is like we could call this like the Rangram mobile, and those could be like the little Rangram carts that are like we could just spread through the market. It's brilliant. Hey, so it's recognizable, right? That's a that's a brand everybody knows. Hey, those guys might have DOS dogs, or you might get stabbed. <laughs> To think you learned the word branding from a DOS Dog rapper, and you have the opportunity to actually change DOS Dog's branding is truly a full circle, just mindset. That is, is beautiful. You were destined for this. How can I help you uh, attach it to the cart? I'm sorry. That's very that's funny. <laughs> um, <clears throat> um, well, yeah, we're just gonna kind of put him. On like sides and stuff. Perfect. A assist in whatever that's going to take. I imagine they're like almost like not like hubcaps. What's the 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 part of the car that like trims over like the the wheelbase? The fenders. The f like the fenders. They more like a rocking like fenders. Like there's the arms over the front wheels and the mm -hmm. legs over the back. I think these would be uh, offenders, though, not fenders. Mm-hmm. 
habitual offenders. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Rangram head is mounted somewhere like in like the middle of where Cosmo and Rangram normally sit. I love it. So you're like sitting in your mouth. Well, no, it's like, I imagine it's like hinged. Like I could pull it up. Oh, that makes sense. Like the, okay. like the that's way more remember clever. Like the, remember those like Power yeah. Rangers action figures where the heads yep. spin out? That's yep. weirdly exactly where my head went. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Amazing. Perfect. Wild. I love it. Uh, what did you guys make here? I can see that there's a difference between the army, or not the army, sorry, the Revivus work. And I'm sure there's like very neat piles where everything's uniform and can be stacked up like perfectly. And I see Brangram had some creative license and it's just like a pile because I, I, I doubt you made anything twice, right? Like everything was Yeah, everything, there's the, a little like, bit yeah. of nuance to everything that was made. So there's no way like, like, you gonna fuck with a guy. I mean, you got a guy with this X. Oh, look, it's an X. And then there's a guy with this axe, and it's the one that's just on a chain, and he just starts swinging it wildly. <laughs> and I imagine you would both instinctively like duck, like away from Naturally. it. Naturally. See, oh, yeah. exactly. That's what that's the fear we're trying to elicit here. He's he's whipping it back and forth, and it like lodges itself in like the table behind him, <laughs> yeah. like as he whips as the whips back. But his hand was going forward, so his yeah. wrist like <laughs> it does that awkward. <laughs> uh, this is. The beautiful craftsmanship wouldn't wouldn't expect anything else. And Glenn's gonna like try to navigate as safely as possible because of the amount of sharp ends, and just grab whatever looks like a dagger and pocket it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's before, there's a dagger. There, what's the there's random version of a dagger? Oh, it's a double hand. It's a double sided dagger. It's, it's a, a dagger, dagger, but the tiny. other side of it is a switchblade. So it's like a double sided dagger, but only one <laughs> but side a deployable of it's a one side. I love it. Okay, great. Yep, pocketing it. That's what I want. And I, I imagine it's like a tiny version of a, a Chandrel or the Adnas. It's just like a little. It looks like it looks like it. a small revenant blade, and you're like, "Oh, it's like a dagger." And then you push a button, and the other side of the revenant blade comes out of it. Love it. It's Love just it. a. It's just a. It's just a really fancy letter opener, basically. Oh, of mm-hmm. course, but like Rangram flavor. Like <laughs> it will kill you. I love it. Um, yeah. So uh, you all are uh, you all are you know goofing around in there making uh, making some stuff. Uh, Rangram, are you staying with uh, with XCon for uh, like a while more? Like, is this is this where you want to spend your time? I know you kind of promised you were going to help him. Um, we can kind of we can kind I of w- jump forward in time too. Yeah, I would finish out whatever like allotted time I felt was due for his help, and actually try to maybe go beyond that. Okay, to just kind of help him out as a fellow Smith. That's kind of Rangram's like vibe he'd probably get lost in it and be he'd probably yeah. work longer than intended anyways yeah let's um so uh, just just so that you have the, the opportunity to go around and still be a part of these other these other things too let's say that like you're kind of just filling in mm-hmm. over the next like day or so like wherever you have time you're you're kind of coming back and you're helping XCon whenever you have allocated time but i still want you to be like with the other like with there. everyone yeah, else yeah, on yeah. those those uh, i don't want you to be stuck there the entire time um but yeah so um i think that like what would the three of you want to do aside from like uh, like out outside of this like is there any any other plan after you guys so i think you guys are outside you've the cart has been pulled out in front of um hell's bells you've attached these these things onto the front of it 
Um, I think you're sit you're standing like in the courtyard um, uh, where like you know where the fountain's at, uh, and then across the courtyard is the uh, World's Edge Tavern. Um, or the uh, where, where is there anything else that you want to do in, in the intervening time? Um, uh, you know, what else do you want to do? How much uh, does a superior healing potion cost in town? Is there anywhere to purchase or procure those? Um, yeah, so uh, you, uh, we can we can do this real quick. Um, you uh, you know that uh, the uh, the other world market, uh, Jargot's other world market, is the place to go for something like that. Um, oh, okay, he, cool, perfect. He can he can get that for you. Uh, Get that for you right quick. Um, I had a question. Uh, last time, uh, did... On Almost Heroes? Yeah, last time on Almost Heroes. Um, I'm trying to remember whether or not you bought a certain item. I'm curious. Did you buy any kind of scroll last time you were there? Yes. Okay, perfect. Um, then I think you go in, and uh, I think Jargot uh, is, uh, you know kind of uh, greeting you friendly, uh, you know, in, in a very, uh, you know, a very friendly way. Um, and uh, he definitely, uh, I think he, I think as like you, you come in, he's like, you can tell that like, there's a little bit of a different kind of vibe with him. Um, and you can see that like, things are uh, like, yeah, he, he hasn't restocked much. There's like, which is kind of surprising for Jargot. Um, and as you kind of come in, he's like, um, yeah, I mean, we have, we have superior hearing potions. So, like I'm, I have to ask. Things aren't going well out there, are they? Uh, that is a a, a loaded question. Depends who you ask, I guess. You asking us, Rangrim? Is it going going okay out there? Um. I haven't died this week. How about you, Cosmo? Things going well? Did you die this week? Um, I kind of lost track. I think I did. Oh, yeah. I yeah, you, two did. Days ago. You, you died this week. Yeah, I died this yeah. week. So, yeah, well, like Glenn said, depends on who you're asking. Yeah. Cosmo had a shit week. It's, I mean, it's been better. <laughs> you know? Um, I, um... But it's also been worse. What's, uh, what, I mean, being a inter, uh, planar being, what, what gives you that, uh, tell? He, uh, he looks down at you with that kind of, like, both of those, like, his eyes, even the, like, the one bulb, like, bulbous magical one kind of focus on you, and he kind of, like, sets his, he, like, leans forward on the counter, his, like, backwards hands kind of folded in front of him, which is probably really disconcerting, because they have to, like, kind of wrap around each other, because they're backwards, it's not a good sight to look at, um, and, uh, I've been dealing in magical artifacts for quite some time, and I've seen empires rise and fall and continents go under you know be conquered and rise up and I've seen a lot and I can tell you this it's never a good sign when I have a uh, a boom in sales and I can tell you that from every corner of Sakal, it seems like people are 
scared and preparing. And uh, I've barely been able to keep things on the shelf. So I'm, I'm sorry to hear that your weeks have not been well. I'm hopefully some of the wonderful artifacts that you've acquired from me over the years have been able to help that. And I'm glad to see that you're still with us here, Cosmo. But let's just say uh, I have a feeling I met when I first time I met you all. And uh, Rangrim, our little uh, blood feud. Aside. I, didn't I didn't touch anything. I swear, hands in my pockets, right? He's, uh, he's, he looks at you uh, and just kind of uh, gives a, like a, a slight, uh, just like, it looks like a smile kind of, except for the fact that like he has teeth. And so it looks like he's kind of baring his teeth a little bit. Um, and I uh, guess that aside, I have a feeling from the day I met you all that you are going to be tied up in things larger potentially than yourselves. And I, uh, <laughs> I don't need you to anyone to confirm that you're tied up in this and we'll likely be seeing, uh, probably from too close of a vantage point, the culmination of it. And he picks up, uh, he picks up three superior healing potions off the shelf and, uh, just tosses them to the three of you, uh, and goes, Seems like you're going to be needing them. Appreciate it. Uh, can I get an extension of that generosity? We also will be going into potentially an underwater temple or a temple that will be submerged temporarily. Do you have anything to help with breathing underwater or having the effects of being underwater not potentially catastrophic for those who have lungs. Do you have any gill potions? What do you There's think this is? This book I read some... called Waterworld. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that play with... Um... Is, it Ke- is it Kevin Costner? <laughs> um, uh, yes, Sir Kevin Costner. Um, Cannon. I um, think I might have just the thing for you. And he reaches, um, he, he goes over and goes, oh, um, looks like one of you is going to have to hold your breath. And he reaches out uh, with uh, two small bottles with blue, uh, blue potion in them. Uh, these are potions of water breathing. I hope that, uh, I hope that one of you has uh, got some set, good set of lungs on them. Uh, Glenn, sorry, go ahead, Cosmo. No, go to you. I was Glenn was just going to give him seven thousand nine hundred eighty-five gold. He waves his hand as soon as you 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 like look to give him any money and goes, "You all have been incredible customers, and I have enjoyed most of the time this, uh, you know, your visits. Let's just say we put it on your tab, and if you survive, then you're more than welcome to pay for these items later." No interest at all. Just take take them in good conscience and just make sure that you uh, you help these people. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of very scared individuals out there right now. It's uh, it's interesting that for so many people that don't seem to know why 
there is danger that they can just tell that danger looms. Most people don't even know what we're fighting. Or that it even exists. Let the danger the danger of it uh, still seems to weigh heavy on people. Maybe it's the Empire. The Empire must be doing things to make them feel feared for themselves. It's not I like... Put it, I wouldn't put it past them. It's... I've, like I said, I've seen Empires rise and fall, and the tactics I've seen over the years have been sometimes pretty drastic. But I will say that I wouldn't discount the perceptiveness of the common folk. Sometimes you can just tell that something's wrong. It doesn't have to be something right in front of your face or a monster. Sometimes just being in the dark and not knowing what's around you can be terrifying enough. Well, that may be true. Um... I will say that in a few days' time, I imagine... Much of this will be over, and whatever survives is what will be left. So, hopefully we make it on the other side. Damn. He, uh, uh, he kind of tips his head to you. A completely unrelated note. Um, you said you see empires fall. Any first-hand accounts of watching an empire be, like, overthrown? Unrelated to us, just out of curiosity. Any tips on... <laughs> Overthrowing a potentially present. Like, if you saw empire. someone do that one time, like, I mean, what were they doing? Right. Or what seemed like the most successful thing that they employed? Yeah, it's just, it's just acad- academic. Oh, so that's the word, right? Right, Glenn? He, uh, he just kind of looks at you, uh, blinking, and I don't think he's taking you seriously. And he goes, looks down at his uh, his arm that there's clearly no watch there, and goes, "Oh, would you look at the time? Oh my God, um, that's uh, ooh, that's a story for another day." That uh, understood. We appreciate it. It, it just for the books, but yeah, uh, let's let's head out, fellows. And as like we're walking out, if Cosmo comes with me, but gonna lean in, be like, "That guy is definitely like overthrown at least one empire. That was at least like." armed the group that did it right he's trying to De- definitely definitely keep as, his as weird backward door, hands clean as you shut the door you just like you get a big like wink and then the door <laughs> shuts behind you <laughs> um but yeah uh the the three of you uh step out into the courtyard after leaving the uh the um the other world market and uh you step out and you see uh in front of you um you you know there's the cart that has, uh, you know, your uh, offenders and uh, Rangram's head attached to it now. Um, and then past that, uh, you see a uh, that there is um, these statues have been uh, erected on the the fountain in the middle of town, um, and you can see that it has been uh, it has been covered, um, but you can see that there is clearly a uh, individual, uh, a figure, a statue that has been erected at the very top of it, uh, but the entire thing has been covered. Um, as if it is being prepared for a grand unveiling. Um, can, can I do a, an insight check as to guessing the silhouette and what god I think it is? Uh, sure, yeah. Can Glenn do it? Like, 
yeah, Brian will uh, not do well on this, but we can yeah, absolutely. This. I think you're gonna. I think you have to do a religion check though, or a Great. history, or a history check. One or the other. I'll take history. That's sort of brains that I have. Uh, eighteen. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that uh, you can tell that whatever, whatever uh, like figure that is up there, they don't seem. They seem to have a very humanoid shape. Um, it is, uh, you know, it, it seems like very devoid of features. And uh, it, you know, you can see, what's interesting though, is you can see that there is a slight radiance that is actually shining out from underneath uh, this, uh, like through this like canvas tarp that is covering it. Um, I'll say that like with an 18, it's it's hard to tell. I mean, e like even with an 18, like it's hard to tell, but like you can see these features about it. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it seems like it's a humanoid luminescent figure that is, uh, that is you know, being represented here. Hmm. Glenn looks over to Cosmo and goes, Cosmo, I bet you 100 gold that it's AO underneath that tarp. I'll take that bet. I hope I'm wrong. Shake hands on it and keep walking. Where are we headed? Um, Who's yeah. at this fountain right now? Just... There's, 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 there's no one there. Uh, you see... Uh, you. You see, like the uh, you haven't seen the old man that uh, that you <laughs> you upset. You see him like wandering around from time to time, but you haven't seen him like actively working on it. Um, oh, so Rangram's walking into the fountain and peeking under the canvas. <laughs> okay, um, are you pulling it off, or are you just peeking underneath? Just like kind of. Okay, uh, we'll peek below the kimono, as you would say. Uh, Rangram. Uh, you have uh, you have information then that you can relay back to to Cosmo and to Glenn, um, because indeed, when you lift up this uh, this covering on this fountain, you can see represented the four Titans. You can see Tiamat, Lolf, Kronos, and uh, and the Raven Queen, and then shining beacon on top in a newly carved stone that is like glowing uh, with some sort of like internal light you can see a like a white marble figure of a just kind of like a silhouette of a humanoid uh, that has their arms raised up and you would recognize a statue of Ao anywhere and that is where we're gonna leave the session tonight Yo, Glenn, 100 gold <laughs> give me my money. Thank you for listening to the Almost Heroes and their mostly 5th edition D&D adventures. We post new podcast episodes every Monday, and you can catch us live on Twitch every Tuesday at 7 p.m. PST at twitch.tv slash bangerangbobby. See you there.